welcome to BGTR, the podcast. I'm your host, BJ Hutchins, with special guest, Austin Joyce. Yay! <laughs> I don't even know what I've never had a, had a guest on the show, so this is just a brilliant moment of love and acceptance. It is an honor to be the first guest on your podcast, really? BJ. It is. it is. That's an honor to know. So, uh, what, what were we going to talk about again? Uh, I believe we said Venom. Venom, yes. Uh, well, let's do some introduction before we go into the review, because I have epic music that I always forget which one it is. Okay. So, we're going to uh, talk about something. Austin Joyce is someone I've known for a long time. He's a good friend, and he works at McDonald's. Um, <laughs> so, if you ever want you know, to see him there, he'll probably be there. Yeah, yeah, that 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 is true. That is true, BJ. Yeah. I I am Austin, and I do work at McDonald's. Do you have a T-shirt that says "Hi, I'm Austin"? No, I have a uh, I have a, a name tag. A name says tag. Okay. Austin on it. It doesn't say "Hi, I'm Austin." No, it just it just says Austin. Dang. Well, anyways, uh, we're gonna go ahead and begin today's review. Hopefully, this is the correct song. Okay, so Venom, it's a movie, and it is basically a retelling of the origins of Venom, as you may have guessed. <laughs> um, Venom was previously in a movie that's very dear to my heart, and I'm not sure what Austin thinks of it. Spider-Man 3. I kind of grew up with this movie. Amazing movie. I went and saw it when I was eight. He probably went and saw it when he was six, right? Uh, something like that. Yeah, yeah, something like that. It was beautiful. We don't, we don't know. Um, <clears throat> yeah, great movie. I, I cried in the theater. I think this might be the first time I cried over what was happening in the movie and not the loud sounds. So, uh, <laughs> you know. No, but like the Spider-Man, the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man was like a childhood thing I grew up with. Like it was like Spider-Man. Like it was amazing. Exactly. He He was the embodiment of Spider-Man. Yeah. And it, everyone else is just... A lie. It's true. Like, it was my first Spider-Man. It's what, like, it opened the door to Spider-Man for me, and it was amazing. Exactly. It's kind of like, you know, um, with Doctor Who, while the episodes earlier on with Russell T. Davies as the showrunner, they're not as good production-wise. We still love David Tennant for who he was as the Doctor. It's true. I believe, like, Matt Smith had better storylines, but David Tennant was the better Doctor out of the two of them. Correct, yes. Yeah. Um, but between David Tennant and Christopher Eccleston, <laughs> it's obviously David Tennant. <laughs> but we still love Chris. Anyways, uh, so going back to the main topic today. Uh, by the way, I don't think Austin's ever ever listened to the show. Have you listened to the show before? Once. Once. And Once. it always it always goes on some random rant that has nothing to do with what I was talking about in the first place. Sure, so we might not talk about them today. We Who might knows? not. <laughs> um, anyways, so... Yeah, Spider-Man 3 was a good movie. It was. And so when you found out that they were doing not a remake of Spider-Man 3, but a, you know, another Spider-Man, how did you feel with Amazing Spider-Man? Uh, I I did not like it. I went into it when it was first coming out with high hopes and high expectations, but it just it wasn't the same. It wasn't the same nostalgia that I had for the uh, the first three Spider-Mans. Okay, yeah. Uh, I, I remember I really liked the first movie. To be more precise, I liked Andrew Garfield, but I thought that the movie was lacking something. I think it lacks the same kind of heart that was in the Tobey Maguire movies. 
Do you feel that uh, Andrew Garfield was too hipster for Spider-Man, or do you think just that, he was? Uh, he was too too cool. He wasn't awkward enough. Yeah. And then Tom Holland is great. I actually do really enjoy Tom Holland, but even Spider-Man: Homecoming, it's a funny movie, but it's not like my favorite movie. Yeah. Now here's a question: What's your favorite uh, Spider-Man suit? Like the out of the, the three movies. Out of the three original movies, no, or I have, out of the, I have three the three versions, the three versions of Spider-Man. Um, definitely the suit that he had in the Amazing Spider-Man Two. I find that that one is the most comic book accurate in terms of how it looks. He literally looks like he stepped off of a page of Ultimate Spider-Man in that, yeah. so I find it to be phenomenal, personally. I feel the same. I feel the same. Wait, in Amazing Spider-Man Two? Oh, I thought you said Spider-Man Two. No, the Amazing Spider-Man Two. Oh, then I disagree. Yeah, completely. <laughs> I, I would have to say the second best suit is definitely Spider-Man Two. Yeah. It, it uses a darker color scheme than the first Spider-Man film. It's more mature. I'm not a big fan of Tom Holland's outfit. Oh no no no! It's too it's too high tech, you know. Yeah. And his wrestler suit didn't even look like a wrestler suit because I don't think he was a wrestler. They're messing with the cannon. Okay, so <laughs> Venom, Venom, <laughs> Venom. Yes, um, he's a he is a character. He is, and yes. uh, you know he was introduced in the late eighties. Uh, when you think of Spider-Man villains. There's so many wonderful villains within the the rogues gallery, as we call it. Um, you know, you have Green Goblin, Doctor Octopus, Sandman, uh, the Lizard, Chameleon, Mysterio. I'm waiting for Mysterio. Mysterio is going to be the new one. Is he? Yes, I believe that's what they said. I think J how, Jake Gyllenhaal. How are they going to bring Mysterio in? Like he was like the main villain for Spider. Like he was the mastermind of everything with Kingpin and everyone. I don't know. Uh, I feel like he's going to be a special effects artist from Europe, I think. What? Yeah, they're 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 kind of redoing some of the stuff. No. Anyways, um Venom, back to Venom. Back to Venom. So Venom was another worthy addition of the Spider-Man mythos. And do you hear ringing? I do not. No. Okay, I guess it's just me. Um back up some. Hey, stop. It was your is your headphones. All right. Um, I apologize to everyone. It's it's okay. We're not going to retake this. Um, <laughs> so yes, Venom. <laughs> uh, the movie. Let's just stop talking about the character background. We've already wasted so much time. Uh, the movie itself, I found it to be lackluster. Okay. I thought that it was it was enjoyable, but it's, it's lackluster. I did feel like there was. Too much comedy. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it's the same problem that, you know, I think you have with the Disney Star Wars movies. It's true. There, there's way too much comedy for, for what the material is supposed to be. I think yeah. when I thought Venom movie and I see all the trailers, it's really dark. You know, it's it's gritty. It's grimy. It's liquid. And because the symbiote looks like liquid in this version. Um and it was like none of that. It was actually quite comedic and funny. Yeah. And I didn't I didn't like the tone of the movie personally. That was my biggest dislike. What about you? What uh, did you dislike? We're going to get all that off of our the chest. Dislikes? First. Yeah. Definitely like you said the comedy. Definitely the comedy. It's forced. I don't like forced comedy in movies. I feel like that's something Marvel has gone towards is like the comedy aspect in movies. It's not something I enjoy that much. So you're more of a DC guy. 
No, I like I like how Marvel movies used to be. Like, don't don't deny it. You're a DC guy. I like Batman. I will admit I like Batman. But do you remember like Captain America and the first Thor? Like there was comedy. Like but it was not overbearing. It wasn't based around that. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Even you know as recently as Doctor Strange, it wasn't like that. Yeah. Um. Do the you, whole comedy emphasis really started after Guardians of the Galaxy. Do you agree two. that like Thor changed? His personality from he, Thor he's a one different character. to Thor Ragnarok. It's insane. And even a, between Age of Ultron and Thor Ragnarok, he's he a changed. different character. He completely changed. Yeah. I don't like it that much. That's what happens when you have a script writer who does not understand the source material. Or is it? Only time will tell. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, back to Venom. So back to Venom. <laughs> We're going to get there one day. Yeah, one day. Um, my biggest dislike in the movie, though, besides the pacing and, you know, so, well, not, not the pacing, the tone, um, Eddie Brock wore this really stupid index finger ring the entire time, and it bothers me because any real man would never wear an index finger ring. Do you, do you agree? It's true. It's true. Like, only hipsters, man. And he was not a hipster. He was not. He was, he was a photographer, though, he, and like a, okay. a a news. Maybe he was a hipster. I don't a know. A news person, so. Maybe he likes tacos. <laughs> Maybe. We actually just ate tacos. We did. We together. did. Um, was this your first Taco Bell taco? This was my second. His second. My first real taco. I had the Dorito Locos taco for the first one. This was my first actual, like, taco. And are you converted? It Almost. It was actually, it was amazing. I will, the I will McDonald's say. he works at is wedged between a Waffle House and a Taco but Bell. But that Taco Bell is not, not good. Has there ever been such a thing as a good Taco Bell, though? I believe so, and that one is not that. Okay. Well, you know, even, even the good Taco Bells always have some form of, like, weirdness attached to them, so. Anyways, Venom. Venom. <laughs> um, I didn't. Like, are we going for dislikes right now before likes? Yeah, we're still going on dislikes. Okay, dislikes. I didn't... Can I, can I say, talk about the ending? Is that... Uh, spoiler warning, if you have not seen the movie, <laughs> please stop listening. But, again, probably most everyone has seen it if they're going to watch it because it's been three weeks. Or they don't care. So. Or you just don't care and you're listening to this because you think I'm a cool person. So Kudos I, to you. I didn't like the ending. I felt like it was very, very rushed. And, like, the whole premise I, th I felt like they built up the uh the main character the main villain well do you... the villain. Oh, dang it i think i may have picked that up in the recording we had to pause for a brief moment but we're back now take it away okay so i feel like the uh the main villain was very rushed at the end like i felt like they did a good job of building up this billionaire very well and like he was evil and bad and then at the, just like all of a sudden boom a symbiont takes him over and he's fighting venom like yes. I, I didn't i did not like that and you know i kept thinking of him as the pilot you know what i mean i do not it's the pilot he's down underneath k2so see oh yes yes yeah. yes he was he was the pilot i couldn't see him as anything else yeah should yeah. Should, should you tell our audience what the pilot uh, if you have seen Rogue One, a Star Wars story, uh, the character, I don't even know his name in that movie. I don't. I just either. remember that he was the pilot. Um, uh, Galen Erso dispatched him from the base to bring the plans for the Death Star to Forrest Whitaker's character, who, who I'm blanking on the name of as well. Saul Guerrero, yes. And, you know, he ended up joining the Rogue One 
team and then you know they all died spoiler sorry i don't i don't know if i told you this but i watched solo you did not did. tell me this i did i i have seen it how bad was it the, the it was pretty it was pretty bad but i liked the ending you like the ending, I like the ending. okay i have to agree the ending was good like I didn't. I, I'm gonna be honest. I didn't like the person who played Solo Han. I didn't like him. Oh yes, uh, Alden Ehrenreich. He felt he didn't feel like he like didn't that. feel like Han Solo to me. He didn't look like Han Solo. They had and at the very end, I was so ticked. They had a very very good chance to make a Han shot first reference, and they did not. Yeah. Like, well, they, they like kind the, the dying he guy did shoot first though. The dying guy could have been like always oh, shoot first, son. It would have been amazing, but like they didn't they didn't do that. So I was actually uh watching this with some friends and when he shot first, I said that out loud and they all were like, Huh, good one. Didn't think about that and I'm just like, You are real Star Wars fans. Yeah. And then like what what was with um with Han leaving? The girl. Like, he could have just picked up the jewels and be like, let's go, I got the money. Let's just, let's get out of here. Also, what's with, what's with Darth Maul? He lived. I know that he lived, but why is he in this movie? Because they're probably going to do a Darth Maul movie in the future. Are they, though? That'd be pretty sweet. It, it would be. I mean, I like Darth Maul. I think he's an interesting character who didn't get fleshed out enough. Like, Qui-Gon. Qui- I love Qui-Gon. But Qui-Gon. They, they just kind of kill off Qui-Gon. He died for nothing. You know that, right? Since Darth Maul lived... Clagon Jim died for nothing. But his death is what got Anakin trained. It's true. Because the Jedi Council didn't agree to it so until was after Qui-Gon he died. The reason Darth Vader exists. Yes, he actually is. That's insane. It is. You learn something new every day. We do. But here's the thing, Venom. <laughs> <laughs> How are we talking talking about Star Wars? I don't know. Okay, so I think we've talked enough about the negatives. What did you like about Venom? I like the. Uh, I like the. The dialogue between Venom and Eddie, I felt I felt like that was uh, a needed aspect because like Venom is living, and I thought that was kind of cool. Yes, because the symbiote in the Spider-Man Three version, I don't think it ever says it, anything. It, it does not. No. It, it, we just kind of assume it's malicious because it came to Earth on a rock. Um, we don't actually know if it's bad. Like it doesn't do anything bad. It's just kind of it makes him more aggressive. I guess that's bad. Yeah. But like we don't know what it's thinking and then he's like it was in my head but we we don't know what it was saying. Do you remember the part where uh, Venom said he was a loser on his planet? Yes. I actually looked into that. Is it and true? It is true. Okay. And uh Venom was considered like an outcast and a loser on his planet cuz he actually cared. He was the only symbiote that cared about his host and tried to keep the host alive. I see. Yeah. Because normally they just kind of feed off of their feed organs. Feed off of them and, and they then... move on to the next one. He yeah. was the only one that cared and that made him an outcast. I see. So he actually is not a bad guy. He is not. I don't believe he is. Now, how do you feel about this? This isn't a, a pro or anything, but how did you feel about it kind of ignoring the whole Spider-Man was the first host thing? I felt like that was... I don't know how I feel about that. Actually, that, that that's not something I thought. About. Like I don't, I don't. I think now our chances of seeing Tom Holland with the black suit are pretty much over. Yeah. Like that's that's not going to happen. And then again, this exists completely separate from the MCU as of now, so it probably won't. But it would be cool if it did. It would be. It would be. Um, I would love to see a Spider-Man Venom movie again. Like, yeah. Kind of cool. Like one that was done better. 
You know, like Carnage was hinted at at the end of the uh, the cut, the post credits. He straight up just said it's going to be Carnage. It's true. So like, and in the comics, who wasn't named the actor? I don't know. It was Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson, yes. Yes, who was also in Solo. And Hunger Games. And Cheers. And Now You See Me. And that 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 movie with Matthew McConaughey. I think I won that. Okay, so... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, but Spy- Venom. Yes, Venom. Kills Carnage in the comics with uh with Spider-Man's help, so maybe there would be a, a Spider-Man cameo. There could be some kind of crossover, and I think that if they were to do that, it would be kind of weird at this point. Um, there's no reason for Venom to dislike Spider-Man. This is true. But, you know, you never know what's going to happen. I think right now, I haven't kept up with the comics in a while, but Flash Thompson was the host of Venom back when I was collecting. It, like, gave him a leg and stuff. Because he didn't have one. Nice. Well, actually, he did have one, just not two. Yeah. So, anyways, Venom. Venom. Uh, something I enjoyed about the movie was Tom Hardy. I think very highly of him as an actor. I think that he has done some really great work. He was um, Bane. I wasn't referencing that. He I was, was Bane. Guys. I was going to go for Inception, and actually. Batman, because Batman is... Amazing. He was in Inception. I actually forgot that. Is he? Who, what he's character? the he's the shapeshifter. That's why we don't remember him in the movie, because other people played his character as well, like the entire time. <laughs> yeah, but he's a great actor. <laughs> Maybe it was him, the whole time. You know, in, in a lot of the movies he's in, his face is covered. That's true. Uh, Dunkirk is another example of this. Yeah. But then again, all of those movies that we've just mentioned have one thing in common. Christopher Nolan. I was going to say Tom Hardy, but uh, that works too. Yeah. I wonder if he thinks he's ugly. That might be it. Oh my. Um, I think about it, like every Christopher Nolan movie, his face is covered. That's true. He could have been in all of them when we just didn't know it. He could have been. It's crazy. He was in Star Trek. Really? Yeah, did you ever see Star Trek Nemesis? I have. Yeah, he was Shinzon. Nice. The clone of Picard. You can't see the eyebrows. Okay, uh, so Venom. Uh, I liked I liked him. I thought Michelle Williams was good. She just seems a bit older than Tom Hardy, which I thought was awkward. But that was, again, if you've been a long-time listener of the show, something I thought was weird about The Greatest Showman. She was, like, really old to be in that as well. Um, How old is she? I don't know. You have your phone. Grab it. Look it up. I think it's fine. Okay, I'm going to look this up on the iPad then. Hey Siri, how old is Michelle Williams? Michelle Williams is 38. Sorry. Never mind, I don't know what I'm talking about. I was thinking she... Wait, she, Hugh Jackman is what, 40? Yeah, he's at least 48. So it's not that bad. It's two years, man. How old is Hugh Jackman? Hugh Jackman is 50. Oh wow, oh. Hugh Jackman is 50 years of age. How old is Tom Hardy? Tom Hardy is 41. Okay, so... Seven years. Okay, so seven years. Um, I was thinking that there was a... That he was supposed Wait, no, to she's, be... She's 48. No, she was 38. So it's three it's years. Three years, not seven years. Okay. Um, we were homeschooled. Um, I, what I'm trying to say here is I think that 
they were both portraying characters that were younger than they actually are. Like, he obviously was supposed to be in his 30s, and she as well, but she just seemed a bit too old to be playing a character in the early 30s. And she's, like, late 30s. Yeah. I don't know. I think he might have masked it a bit better, though. Yeah. Um, but I, I still, I really like the dynamic between them. That was good. I liked the, uh, Saperstein lady from Parks and Rec just randomly showing up as a scientist. Nice break of, you know, character acting right there. <laughs> he does not know what I'm talking about. I do not. I have not seen Parks and Rec. Uh, this is true. Uh, you know it's on Amazon Prime now. Is it? It is. You should watch it. Should. Um, yeah, so Venom... Uh, I just, I don't know. It's like, I I wanted to like the movie a lot. And in many ways, I could like the movie if I wanted to. But I don't. And I think... What's that even mean, DJ? It means I really like Tom Hardy. Okay. And I really like the way that the symbiote's personality is portrayed in this movie. Okay. So if we could have that... With the way that Venom looked and, like, Eddie Brock's characterization from Spider-Man 3. So you didn't like, like, the, the massive Venom in this movie? You like the more sleek yes, Venom yes. from Spider-Man 3? Okay. I do. I, I just think it looked more realistic. Did it? No. I thought Venom was supposed to be, like, this huge, massive blackness. Well, I, I just, I didn't like the way that it looked in the new movie, that's all. That, okay. I know this is supposed to be the pro section, but I'm just saying I, I didn't like that. So yeah, I think for me, uh, we, I do a five-star rating these days. It used to be ten, and then it dropped down to one or two, and now... It's five? It's five. I find that to be the best number. So for me, I, I was going to give it a two and a half. A two and a half? Yeah, out of five. I, w I would give it a solid 3.5. 3.5? Okay, yeah. so we're going to split the difference. Okay. Okay. We'll just say it's a three. A three. Okay, yeah. I can live with that. All right. Is there anything else you wanted to say about the movie before we keep going? Uh, you know, not really. Not I really? Like, I feel like we covered it. All right. Well, there you go. The VGTR rating of Venom is... What? I already forgot. A three. Three. A three. <laughs> three out of five. Alright, so, uh, in the words of my YouTube heroes, Rhett and Link, let's talk about that. But, wait, normally when they say that, what do they have? They have the will of, uh... No, they have something to talk about. They do, they do. We, we, we didn't talk about this. We didn't. So, so what, do you, what do you want to talk about? We, we can talk about anything. Wow, okay, um... Uh, maybe we should. <laughs> maybe maybe we shouldn't talk. Why shouldn't we talk? Because talking might be what we don't need to do. Why is that? I don't know. In my last episode, I told people not to listen to me. Really? Except to listen, not to listen to what I meant, but to listen to what I was saying. Okay. That that makes sense. Okay. So while we're on the topic of sound, an experience that me and Austin shared briefly. Before, why are you looking at me like that? Because I don't know where you're going with this. 
before we set up the, the, the makeshift studio, I was showing him my record player, and I did have an episode where I ranted about vinyl for half an hour, um, but I think this was his first time kind of experiencing the format up close with more modern songs, because, you know, I have Ed Sheeran and a couple of other things like that. It's perfect. I see what you did there. Oh, oh. Can you dab right now with your voice? You'd be like, oh, oh, oh. oh. <laughs> actually sounded like you. <laughs> yeah, it was a it was a vocal dab. So back back to the uh, the record player. Yes, records. What do you think of it? I think it's amazing how you how they put sound on the record and. I mean, have you ever thought about how there's sound on a CD? I have not actually. It's almost the exact it's, same. It's principle. the exact same. It is. No, I mean, it's not actually. Wow. Okay. I just say. wanted you to say something. Stupid. There was like a bus coming. You just like pushed me out in front. <laughs> hey, that's what friends are for. <laughs> all uh, right um so uh yeah he he seemed very impressed by it so i just thought we'd mention that you know um the beatles are always something that's worth listening to don't check your phone right now no no i thought i thought i had something on my phone that we we're gonna talk about oh because I, I was i was trying to remember something hurricane florence happened it did he's drinking my last bottle of water from the hurricane florence kit which only consisted of that pack of waters so we went to see a movie today. We did. We did go see a movie today. And I, we, I already forgot that, actually. We walked out of the movie. We did. Do you see what time it is right now? We would have still been there. We would still be there right now. Well, we would have left 20 minutes ago. That's true, but we would still be driving. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we have done so much in the time. Um, yeah, he played Fortnite. I set up a studio. We listened to Ed Sheeran for a we few minutes. We got Taco Bell. We, we talked. We went to we, Taco we Bell. We bonded as brothers. Yes. Does that not make you think about... The amount of time people waste in their daily lives when they could be doing so much more. Considering that my job for the last 11 months has been, you know, making people's movie watching experience pleasant. No, I haven't thought about that. You haven't thought about that? I was like, everyone should just spend all of their money here. Like, think about it. How much time do you think you spend on your phone a day? For me, probably an hour. An hour? Two. Two. To two. How about okay. you? I, I don't know. But it's probably it's, it's probably usually just, just from like checking my phone to like doing like little things on my phone for like a minute or two it probably adds up. Yeah, it, it all does add up, and that's yeah. the thing is time really is something that's precious. It is. You know, it's those moments that you have with people that mean so much to you when they're right next to you. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's true. It's very true, and like I feel like people should value the time they have because they don't know how much time they do have. Exactly. Should we ask Siri something? Sure. Siri, do you value your time? I'm sorry. I'm afraid I don't have an answer to that. Wow. Wow, Siri. Does anyone have an answer to that? <laughs> I think um, there may be one person in human history who has had the answer to that question. Who's that? Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, think about it, think about it. We... Are going to get to the end of our lives <laughs> having wasted no, no, no literal no. thousands of hours on our on our cell phones not just cell phones but like other things on the tv that's sitting beside not me. just tea like just like drinking mountain dew not just drinking mountain dew but like think about it, we are going to get to the end of our lives and we're going to look back on our entire life and we're going to are we going to have reg regret <laughs> are we going to be know. on our deathbed are we going to be wondering if we lived a life that was worth it, or did we live a life that was wasted? 
I'd rather not be wasted. Think about it, like we could inspire our audience right now. We could, but should we? <laughs> <laughs> it's um, your podcast. It's <laughs> a good good point. Let's open up this theology book I have sitting here. Hopefully, we'll find something on the topic. Okay. All right. <clears throat> he says, "Goodness isn't sameness. Goodness needs to be goodness. Needs contrast and tension, not perfect uniformity." If the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit are all God, yet clearly different, and we embrace this differentiation, resisting the temptation to blend them into some kind of amphorous blob, there are at least three <laughs> shapes to pure goodness. And of course, probably more. Do you agree? I don't know what that meant, but... <clears throat> I don't either, because that was out of context. It, it was, it was. But I feel like I learned something. Yeah. But did you just waste that time that you had? There's a, there's a song, I think, that has to go with that. The shapes of goodness, the shapes of God. It could be the shape of you. But yes, wasting time that we have right now, maybe. Yeah, is this... I would rather be on a castle on a hill right now than living life. That would be perfect. Oh, dang it, you already said that I one. did, I did. Mm. Well, when you get back, will you give me a photograph? Maybe it'll be of your A-team. You're doing good, VJ. I don't want to see no new man. Okay, no, so... No, when your legs don't work like they used before. We still remember the taste of my love. Isn't that what he says? No, it's, uh, I, can, I, I can still sweep you off your feet. But it's fine, it's fine. It is, it is fine, okay. Well, I feel like... Um, you want to continue the existential discussion? We could. We could. Yeah. I feel like it's the first on your uh, your podcast. Yeah, I've never really talked about anything uh, deeper before. Yeah. I did once, but it was more of a joke. So we're just gonna we're gonna go with this. This is how season three or episode three of last season ended. Let's just do it. Okay. So, what does your heart tell you about the end? Are you prepared? Are any of us prepared? Is the question. Yeah, I'm asking you that. Like when we when we draw our last breath. When we draw our last breath, what will we think? What will we not think? What have we done in our life that means so much? And what have we not done that could have meant something? Will we lay there and think of a life wasted, or will we lay there and rejoice at the time that we had? Or will we mourn for the sadness we have costed ourselves? You get one life. Don't waste it. Unless you do. Because I can't stop you, and neither can Austin. I can't. This is a choice that you have to make. And you have to make that choice to be better than Taco Bell. Better than Taco Bell, he says. That's saying something. Hallelujah. I'm very moved in my soul right now. A little bit. A little bit. But like, think about all the people that go through life not doing anything, not living for anything, and then all of it's gone in a second. So what you're saying is we need to make our lives matter. Yes. How much? Not just matter for you or me, but matter for, for God. For God. Okay. God. So for God, for the greater parts of existence. Yes. Let's see. Well, 
I hope that you've been, been as inspired as me and Austin have been. I hope that you've enjoyed this episode of BGTR, the podcast. I hope to see you, or at least you hear me again sometime soon. Until then, farewell. Uh, the clock's going off. We timed this perfectly. We did. We did. All right. Uh, goodbye, everyone. <laughs>